Hello and welcome into the Her Versus World podcast. My name is Morgan Walker and welcome into another episode. Today I have my friend Danielle with me. She's a mother too, just like I am, except she has two. So hi, Danielle. Thank you for being here. Hey, thank you so much for having me. I'm honored. Of course, of course. So me and Danielle, we actually... Well, we've met in person now, but we actually became friends on Twitter, which is crazy. And then then we met in person at my wedding, which is even crazier. I was so happy to be there. Like, thank you so much for inviting me. Of course. Okay, so we just wanted to talk today about motherhood and how women, when they become mothers, you know, sometimes feel low on themselves. And on top of that, there's people in society who think, women can't be sexy anymore once they have a baby. What do you say about that, Danielle? Yeah, I think that's so crazy. Like, for real, it's like, how do y'all think we even had the kids in the first place? Like, (laughs) Right. It's like, it's so crazy to me how people think that just because you're a mom, you have to be like, so, you know, so like bundled up. And it's just like, like, you can still be yourself even though you're a mom and like, come on now. It's just, it's wild to me that people think that you're supposed to be like some nun just because you're a mom. Like exactly. Like I'm going to still be cute. I'm going to still do my makeup. I'm going to still dress sexy when I want to go out with my husband and all that. And there's nothing wrong with that. But you know, what's crazy to me is actually after I had Aria, my daughter, I worked with mostly men and I had quite a few men that I had worked with that I had followed on social media. They had followed me on social media for years. And I had so many of them unfollow me after I had my daughter and after I got married, it was crazy. But yet I had male coworkers having babies around the same time as me. It was like a baby boom in our office, but they continued to follow them. And I was like, hmm, that's interesting how you're only unfollowing the woman in the office that's having kids. So what were you on there doing following me anyway? Were you just waiting for me to post selfies so you could jack off to them? Like what what was I there for? That makes Girl, that was just I crazy swear, to me. That's so relatable for me. Like I swear as soon as I got pregnant with my son Noah, people like I had so many people from high school that have been following me for years. So many men follow me for years who unfollowed me. Like I wasn't checking for you anyways. <laughs> right. Like it is crazy. I'm like Social media is for interacting. It's not for us to be eye candy. So the fact that men see you as an object anyway or just something to look at on social media, and then as soon as you have a baby, it's like, oh, nope, cut off. It's right, done. like, I don't, wanna, I don't even want to see her post no more. Like, that's so crazy to me because that that literally happened to me too. I, after I got pregnant with Noah, so many people unfollowed me, and it's just like, wow, like, you can't even support my post that I put up of my son. Like, oh, so you was just looking for me. <laughs> exactly, exactly. What blows my mind even more is women, and I have seen and heard several women say things like this, is childless women, let me say that, um, say that, oh, well, I'm not going to have a kid because I don't want my body ruined. Or, But saying it not because they don't want to have a kid, but they're saying it to purposely put down mothers saying you know her body's probably messed up now anyway I will never have a child because I don't want my body messed up like that like honey we can bounce back exactly and that's just so wild that you would think of that 
like put the, that together with having a baby. Like just because you have a baby doesn't mean your body has to be messed up. Like, <laughs> and you know what's crazy to me? It seems like it's always the women who already have the messed up bodies before children. Like, <laughs> yes, yes, girl. <laughs> like, right? Like that blows my mind. Mothers have. I don't think it's a stereotype, but it's just crazy how you you change. You do change after you become a mother because then you. Uh, you have somebody depending on you. Your whole life does revolve around that child. But at the same time, you're still your same person. You still look the same. Your body may not be the same right after birth, but it will come back. You can make sure it comes back. Yeah, exactly. So tell me a little bit about your journey into motherhood. You have two boys now and they are so adorable. I love seeing pictures of them. So tell me about how it was when you became a mother with your first Noah. Thank you. Um, girl, it was, it was so crazy becoming a mom because when I was six and a half months pregnant, that's when my mom passed away. So that was crazy for me, but I feel like had I not been pregnant, I don't know how I would have gotten through that. Like my first son, Noah, he's four years old now. And I don't know how I would have gotten through that without him. Like he's literally my saving grace. And I just, it's just so crazy to think about now that I'm just talking about it. And I just, I don't know. I, I wouldn't say motherhood came naturally to me because I didn't have my mom necessarily here to help me. Like, I wish I could call on her and, you know, just doing things that a mother and daughter would do with their with her grandkids. You know, I don't have that experience, but I feel like it's been a it's been an amazing journey for me. And I'm so happy that Noah, my son, Noah, I'm so happy that he was my firstborn. That's amazing because I I, I honestly cannot imagine you know, what you went through during that time, losing your mother, especially while pregnant. But that's amazing that, you know, Noah was born around after that and that he was your saving grace through that because I honestly can't imagine. But that's how it is with kids. They literally can get you through anything because at that point, it's like they really are like your whole life. Everything's for them. That's who you do what you do for. So me and you had a kind of a shared experience. I think yours was a little more traumatic than mine, but we both had preeclampsia during pregnancy. So with my pregnancy, I was 36 weeks when I was diagnosed with that. And for people that are listening that don't know what preeclampsia is, it is basically when you develop high blood pressure, um, extreme swelling from the high blood pressure, like a lot of fluid retention. And it can be life-threatening for the mother and the baby. And I really didn't know much about it when I was diagnosed. And I tried not to read much about it because I could tell my doctor and the nurses were very um, concerned. So I was just going in for my normal, oh, like 15-minute checkup, if even that. Just go in, they listen to the heartbeat. That's it. They checked my blood pressure and I can't remember exactly what it was, but my blood pressure is normally low. Like it's usually super low to the point every time I go to the doctor, they're like, are you feeling lightheaded? Are you feeling dizzy? Your blood pressure is low. And I'm just like, yeah, that's normal for me, whatever. But it was it was super high, like hypertension high. And they were very concerned. I ended up being in there probably over an hour with them just checking my blood pressure every few minutes. Them trying to get me to rest, lay on my left side, all of that. And so I had to be on bed rest for a few days. They did some more tests and finally they decided to induce me at 37 weeks. I had to be on magnesium in the hospital, which keeps you from having seizures because that's one of the issues with preeclampsia is you're at high risk of having seizures during labor 
or not even during labor, but just in general. Right when it was time for me to push, Aria's heart rate was also dropping and not coming back up with every contraction. So there was a point where I was like, oh my gosh, are they going to have to do an emergency C-section? They were up in my magnesium. So I was half out of it at that time. I just remember like, it felt like I was literally in a daze and just like watching this floating above. I don't even know how to describe it. Everything ended up being okay. I did have to stay in the hospital for about five days, almost a week, because my blood pressure wouldn't go down. Um, So I had to be on blood pressure medicine for almost a year after the fact. Actually, no, more than a year after the fact. Um, I just finally am fully off of it as of a few months ago. It was a crazy experience, and I don't think a lot of people really talk about preeclampsia that much because I had honestly never really heard of it until I was diagnosed. That's why I kind of wanted to have us share our experiences with it on the podcast because it is a fairly common thing. Um, I found out after I've talked to other mothers after the fact. So do you want to talk a little bit about your experience? See, yeah, exactly. Um, I relate so much because I had never heard anything about preeclampsia either. Like, when I had went in for, I had literally woke up, I had no signs of preeclampsia or anything like that, high blood pressure. Literally, I had the, I had an easy pregnancy with Noah. And up until 38 weeks, I woke up one morning and I just started having all these symptoms of um, preeclampsia. And um, my husband had to rush me to the hospital. And they literally, I had no time, no time to push, no time to have a, um, a vaginal birth or any of that. They had to get my son out right away. So I had to have an emergency C-section and it was just really a traumatic experience for me for that being my first pregnancy, obviously. And that was just so scary for me. And my hospital stay was extended as well. I think I stayed in the hospital for like six days, almost a week too. And it was just a hard experience. And then recovering from that emergency C-section while trying to take care of my son. I'm just so happy that I had my husband there for me because I literally don't know how I would have did it. I couldn't even walk after I had that emergency C-section. It was a really hard experience for me to go through. I can't imagine having to be rushed to the hospital like that because even with mine, even though it was you know, an unexpected thing. I was on bed rest for a few days. Like they, my doctor was already kind of preparing me like, okay, you're going to probably have to come in early, be induced. So be induced. So I can't even imagine just what, what symptoms were you having where they rushed you to the hospital? I literally had woke up. I told my husband, I was like, I think it's time. Like I was having the worst contractions ever. And Morgan, I cannot stop puking. Like I was puking all the way to the hospital so bad to where there was puke all over the side of my husband's car. <laughs> like it was that oh bad. Oh my God. It was so bad. And when they got there, I didn't know I was going to have my son right, right then and there. I knew something was wrong, but I was like, I didn't think I was going to have them right then and there. But I told my husband, I was like, I think it might be time. And they were like, we have no time for anything. We don't have time to start Pitocin or any of that to induce you. They said they had to get him out right then and there. And I was like, that was really scary for me. So, And I had to be put to sleep. I had to be put to sleep to have my son. So I wasn't even the first person to see my son. Thankfully, my husband got to see him before I did. But it was just so scary for me. Like Now that I think about it, it was just so crazy to deal with. And I feel like to fully recovering from that, I feel like it took me up to a year like for, to feel like myself again after that. Were you, um, was your blood pressure high? Like what, how did they determine that it was the preeclampsia? Um, my blood pressure was sky high that morning, which is crazy because I never had any high blood pressure issues my entire pregnancy with him. Like it literally came out of nowhere. And mine was so bad that it was help syndrome. 
it is crazy how it comes out of the blue, like towards the end of your pregnancy. I have heard of some women though that get it towards the middle and they literally have to be hospitalized on bed rest in the hospital because their baby is not even old enough to, you know, be born yet. So they have to monitor them in the hospital, which I cannot imagine that being on bed rest in the hospital when you're only like 20 some weeks and you still have half of your pregnancy to go. Exactly. Like, I'm glad that I was 38 weeks when that happened and I didn't have to go through that. But it's just so sad that women have to go through that. Exactly. So your second baby, Cove, he was just born recently. How was that labor and delivery compared to the one with Noah? Like, I have to say, um, after my experience with Noah and being so traumatic, I, I was even debating having any more kids. That's how bad it was for me. But I'm so glad that my husband and I decided to have another one because my whole entire pregnancy, I've, I was uh, monitored closely with Cove, but my whole entire pregnancy and like labor and delivery experience was so much better. Like I didn't have any high blood pressure issues. Like I had to be seen by a specialist, a high, uh, um, a high risk specialist, but I'm just so grateful that I had that experience because I didn't get that with my first. The pregnancy and everything was different. It was, it was still a hard pregnancy, but um, I, I got to see my son being born, you know? That gives me hope too, because my husband's starting to put the pressure on me to pop out another one. And I can't lie, I'm a little nervous because of the preeclampsia, because of like what we just talked about, what you went through, first of all, because HELP syndrome is as serious as it gets. Just that and then possibly getting it earlier in the pregnancy where I have to be in bed rest in the hospital. It's just a scary situation, but you give me hope. So thank you for that positive message that the second pregnancy, you know, you didn't have to deal with that at I all. I hope that you have an amazing um, second pregnancy as well in the whole, the whole experience. Thank you. So what are your plans this summer? You know, after we get off this quarantine, which I hope will be soon, what are your plans with your family this summer? I'm trying to do all the things like the water park. Um, we're planning on going to Disney World again this fall. So I'm really hoping this coronavirus, like, you know, goes away because we have so many vacation plans and it's just... It's so it's so crazy being stuck up in the house, not doing whatever we want to do. We can't even enjoy our spring right now, for real, for real. I know. It, it honestly sucks. I feel like all I do is just sit in the house, which is not much different from what I did anyway. But it's just the fact that when I want to go somewhere, I can. But now I can't. <laughs> <laughs> That's how it is for me, too. Like, because I'm a stay-at-home mom, so it's not, it's not, you know, abnormal for me to sit in the house all day. But it's just... I want to go out and, you know, have my long Target trips and TJ Maxx and all that stuff. I just, I just want to be free, you know? Yes, TJ Maxx especially. Oh, my gosh. I w I've been thinking about, I've been dreaming about TJ Maxx for weeks now. <laughs> Same. All right, Danielle. Well, thank you so much for joining the podcast with me. I really appreciate it. And go ahead and drop your um, social media handle so people can follow you. Oh, yes. Thank you so much for having me. Um, my Instagram and my Twitter name is both Danny McDan, and that's at D-A-N-I-M-C-D-A-N-N. -N. All right. Thank you. And thank you guys so much for listening. As always, this was brought to you by the Morgan Greenwood Media Network. And make sure you leave a rating and review if you enjoy listening to the podcast. And I'll talk to y'all later.